Hey, welcome everybody to the Harland Highway. Uh, what a show, what a show, what a show. And I'm going to throw in a bonus one here. What a show. Um, today's an interesting show. We're going to be talking about pregnant men. What? Um, we're going to be going over the whole security at the airport routine. Um, the pros and the cons. I actually discovered there's a, a benefit to the whole pat down and x-ray thing they've implemented now. Um, we're going to be discussing hair, going bald, that type of thing. Uh, we're going to have a guest drop by today. Very funny comedian, Sean Tweedley, is dropping in to uh, shoot the breeze and bring the funny. Um and uh, we're going to be getting to some uh, some voicemail. A very poignant voicemail came through that uh, was very touching and very moving, and and was kind of uh, kind of captured the whole reason why the Harland Highway is in existence and why I do this thing. Me and the whole staff and all the crew here, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nod, nod. Um, so a hell of a show today, and oh yeah, Dr. Ascot. I, I didn't want to mention him, but I had to, because he's part of this thing we call the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket. Give me my blue blanket. Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. It's the Harland Highway. Have you checked the children? Hey, 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 everybody. This is Harland Williams here on the Harland Highway, and I have a special treat today, my friends. I have a very, very, very funny stand-up comedian. You might have seen this guy on television somewhere. You might have seen him at one of the many comedy clubs across the country. Sean Tweedley is with us here today. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, what a treat. You're looking good. Thank you. Have you been, like, tanning? And... Tanning, working out, eating right. What do you eat? I just eat uh, a lot of vegetables and bread, and um, I drink a lot of milk. And... So you're, like, into food groups and stuff? I like dairy. I like the meat stuff vegetables like i was saying before you ever just like driving home and like stop your car and run into a field and like suck on a cow that's fun and that takes care of dairy then yeah. i'll then i'll slice it up and cook it and that <laughs> takes care of the meat and then and what uh, about the vet i guess there's some uh, lettuce or cabbage nearby on your way out you grab a head of lettuce because you're in like a farming community obviously <laughs> yeah, right i'm always in one. Oh, you, you're like an amish city dweller it's so weird i'll be like trying to get to starbucks or shopping or something and bang suddenly i'm in the middle of a farm wow and i don't know why you're, it's like your car is like a time machine or something or ma- like a corn magnet <laughs> well, you look, you look great. You look young. Yeah, and it was the, your birthday, right? Recently, it, is, it just was my birthday. I won't ask how old, but I always, I always like to ask: Did you get anything cool for your birthday from anybody? Yeah, I did. Um, I got the new video iPod. Oh my God! What what are those called? Uh, I think just that. I think just the video iPod. Video iPod. Yeah, maybe iPod video. 
So if you turn it around, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't. Do you have one? I, I don't have one. No. Yeah, you got everybody's. Why do get I one. need one of these things? Ah, uh, dude, you just you haven't lived really until you see like King Kong on a one and a half by one and a half inch screen. I mean, it's just <laughs> that's actually still too big for me. So I set mine on widescreen, and then it's just like a little half inch slit right across the center, you know. And then I just fry up a couple of kernels of pop. Popcorn, slip into the broom closet. You know, it's like you're there. Yeah. Wait a minute, you fry your popcorn? Is <laughs> yeah. that what you said? When I'm only doing two or three kernels, I fry it. Wow. Now, is that that sounds like the type of small screen event? Do you bring Do you bring a couple of midgets into the closet with you? <laughs> There's always two midgets in my closet, whether I watch a movie or not. They're oh, just there. Theater of the small. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, happy birthday, buddy. Thanks for uh, coming on the uh, Harland Highway. Will you come back and see us again? I will, man. I'll be on the highway ready to jump in with you anytime. <laughs> oh, I like that. Well, this is uh, Sean Tweedley you've been listening to here on the Harland Highway. Check him out on MySpace, Sean Tweedley, T-W-E-E-D-L-E-Y. Sean Tweedley, hilarious. Look for his uh, stand-up comedy schedule. And uh, we'll have them back here real soon on the Harland Highway. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Thank you. See you, guys. Okay. See you with your midgets. <laughs> Harland Williams. Oh, yes, Sean Tweedley. Uh, look for him uh, on the Internet, Facebook, uh, MySpace, YouTube. Um, check out uh, where Sean is uh, playing. And I promise you, you'll have some very good laughs. And uh, I want to get to some uh, new business here. Um, you know, I always ask you people to phone in and uh, leave me your messages and blah, blah, blah. And and um, I've had this kind of phone uh, answering machine that was hooked up to this Internet service. And when people phone... Uh, there's kind of this preamble where the service I was using would give you a little bit of a, a pitch and try to get you to join their service and blah, blah. And I didn't like it. It, it was impersonal. It, uh, it didn't really connect and it, it put kind of a 45 second buffer between, you know, me and you and leaving my message. So we have a brand new phone number where if you call it, you will go straight through to the voicemail. You'll hear a little uh, little greeting from yours truly, and then you can just lay down your message. No more sitting through uh, any BS. So here it is. Here's the new Harland Highway hotline number. It's 1-888-500-2090. That one's a lot easier to remember than the other one. So 888 500 2090. If you can't remember that, you should probably order a pizza and grind it around on your zit-covered face. <laughs> oh, and speaking of people phoning in, I want to get to a call that somebody left. And you know what? I, I love this call because this call is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of an emotional call. It's a bit of a sad call, but it's a bit of a happy call. I won't tell you much more, but it's kind of the whole reason I do this podcast. Um, as I told you, I don't get paid to do this podcast. I don't have any sponsors. There's no there's no money exchanged. This is all a labor of love. It, it's all a uh, just kind of me reaching out to the world and saying, "Hey, 
let me do my best to try and uh, make you laugh or have a, a joyful day. That's that's why I do it. And uh, check out this phone call and uh, and in in a way this kind of encapsulates what the Harland Highway is all about. Have a listen. Uh, hey Harland, um, you seem like a guy who's got a pretty big heart for uh, someone in Hollywood. Um, had a pretty rough time the last 10 years or so uh, after becoming also a husband and a father in that I've had to uh, hold down two full-time jobs. And it's gotten pretty rough and dark as uh, time went on. But the little iPod has been my saving grace in the evenings. And uh, even being a musician, you get kind of bored listening to music, and that's when I discovered podcasts. And several months ago, discovered yours um, after being a fan of your work over the years. And uh, I have to say that uh, you've really rescued me from some very dark places on nights, uh, you know, times when... Things weren't going well, and uh, times when it's been very frustrating to not have the time or the energy left uh, at the end of an 18-hour day to do anything creative. Um, just listening to you and the things you do are very inspiring and entertaining, and you really made a difference in my life on a daily basis in a very real and profound way and I just wanted to thank you for that uh, absurdity does not get enough credit in this world and we live in an absurd place and uh, you're someone who understands that and uh, also someone who understands the value of uh, spending time out in nature uh, which I respect a lot too but uh Thank you very much for all you do, and keep on doing it. Tofu chicken chow mein, baby. Wow. And there it is. That is why we do the Harland Highway. I hope this uh, catches you smiling and laughing and feeling good about life. And let's just keep on rolling, baby. Hey, this is Harland Williams, and you're riding down the Harland Highway. There's one thing us men will never be, no matter how hard we try. The ladies will always have this over us. Guys, sit down, hold on to something. I'm about to break the news here. We can never be pregnant. Oh, man. Would we want to be pregnant? Would it be fun to pop out a baby? Would it be fun to carry around another human being inside? <laughs> Bouncing around in embryonic fluid and kicking and screaming? Oh my god, I don't think dudes could handle it, man. Get in the way of their beer drinking and their love making. And I guess it'd be a good place to rest the bowl of uh, chips when you're watching uh, football all afternoon on Sunday, right? Maybe even uh, rest your stein of beer on your belly. Could you picture pregnant guys walking around? Hey, Jim, come here. Come here. Put your head against my belly, man. 
Yeah, you, you can feel it kicking? Yeah. Rub it. No, just rub my tummy. Just put your hand there. Come on, Jim. What, Jim, where are you going? Jim, I got twins here, man. I want you to put your hand on my belly. It's the miracle of life, dude. What's up? Why are you running out of the strip joint, dude? What's what's wrong with you? Dudes getting all pissed off because they their belly stuck out. They they couldn't slide behind the wheel of their, their sports car. Oh man. I gotta drive the truck today, man. I'm nine months. I'm due next week, man. I gotta drive the truck. I can't get behind the wheel of the beamer today, man. I'm, damn babies are rubbing up against the steering wheel. Guys would use it too, man, right? Guys would use it to get out of work and stuff. Yeah, boss, I can't come into work today. Why not? I'm preggers, man. Uh, You're what? I'm preggers. What are you talking about, Jones? Yeah, I got the morning sickness, so I gotta go over to Baskin Robbins and get a a bucket of mint chocolate chip. You get your ass in here, you're fired. Okay, but I want baby leave, man. What are you talking about? You want me to pick you up some quarterback crunch at the uh, Baskin Robbins? And uh, do you mind if I breastfeed in the uh, in the coffee lounge? Is that cool, man? Because if you don't let me, there's going to be some kind of motherhood fatherhood violation thing going on. I'll tell you what, you just stay home today, Jones. In fact, stay home for the next nine months. I thought you'd see it my way, boss. Uh, by the way, thanks for the breast pump you sent over. That was really nice. Guys having babies. Let's hope not, man. Guys, do me a favor. Just stay on the Harland Highway. Stay out of the back seat. Don't go get yourself preggers. Okay, wait a minute. I'm, I might have to take back the men not getting pregnant thing. Here's what happened. I was I was on a flight. I was uh, flying to a gig to do a show. I'm going through the airport, and I got stuck in one of those new, uh, you know, the pat-down thing and the uh, full-body scan thing at the airport security, right? Oh. And what sucks is they do both of them, okay? So, uh, you know, I take my shoes off, my belt, my jacket, all that stuff. I put it in the tray. I go through the uh, full-body scan thing, the x-ray thing, thinking, okay, whatever, Guess what? I get to the other side. The uh, security guy hands me a cigar, and I'm like, what the hell is this? He goes, congratulations, you're going to have twins. And I'm like, what? And I guess uh, when I did the body scan, it showed up. I got twins inside me, which mystified me because, you know, I had my tubes tied when I was 18. And I've never had sex with a man, so I don't know. But thank God for the miracle of the body scan at the airport. I'm going to name my kids uh, Luggage and Handbag, you know, just as kind of a tribute to, uh, you know, show my respect for uh, the airport security. So if that wasn't traumatic enough, I go through uh, security and I get get past the uh, body scan, find out about my twins, and um, the guy on the other side says, Sir, uh, I'm going to have to pat you down. Uh, if you could stand here and uh, just to let you know, my hand, the back of my hands will be touching your buttocks. And I'm like, do you know I'm pregnant, dude? Do you, you really? You're going to do this? You're going to put your greasy, greasy security guard hands all over a pregnant man's body? Is that what this has come to? Oh, uh, yes, sir, I am. Okay, 
and uh, and then this guy starts feeling me up. Oh, it's 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 humiliating. But the good news is with these body uh, search things where they pat you down and they're, they're very physical and they touch your breasts and your crotch and your groin and your butt. I didn't know this. I just I just tried it. And f- of course, it worked for 20 bucks. I got a happy ending. Can you believe it? So here's me saying thank you to the airport security. A, I found out I have twins. Okay. And B, you know, before I get on a long, stressful six-hour flight across the country, the the pat-me-down security guard for an extra 20 gave me a happy ending. So you know what? It's just uh, it's just how you look at things in life. And uh, maybe this whole uh, extreme security thing isn't such a bad deal. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go get my breast pump and... Uh, Start making some beverages. Hello. This is for the guys, man. I found the fountain of youth. Yeah. I know it sounds fantastical. I'm not uh, stuck in Narnia or Lord of the Rings land. I found the fountain of youth. It costs like $6. And this isn't like a commercial, but I'm telling you, for you guys that are like in your 30s and up, And you're noticing some gray, some gray in your hair. (laughs) I hate to admit this, but I did it. Go and buy yourself a box of Just for Men. You know, that hair coloring stuff. I know the commercials look really sad and desperate. And it's hard to admit you're getting a little gray. But I'm telling you, man, this stuff, (laughs) you... You put it in your hair. It's like shampoo. It takes... You put it in your hair. You shampoo it in. It sits there for five minutes. You just walk around and vacuum or knit or whatever it is you do. And then you jump in the shower and wash it out. And you look in the mirror and you're 30 years younger. I don't know how it works. Your hair's not gray anymore. It's nice and whatever color you want. You can buy it in red or blonde or brown or light brown it's crazy it's the fountain of youth man wow look look at me and then you go out and people are like did you lose some weight dude have you been working out have you been tanning have you been people can't figure it out your gray's gone and uh you know and i'm just talking about the hair on your head wait until uh they get a look at your package hello there's no gray down there Oh, man. So, guys, a little hint from me to you. This is not a commercial or an endorsement of this product by me. I'm just telling you. I tried it, man. (laughs) I can't believe I'm admitting it. See what I do for you fellas? See how I'm your sacrificial pig or your sacrificial lamb or whatever you want to call me? I've been called a pig before and a lamb. And a little angel. I'm your sacrificial little angel. The fountain of youth is not in some far distant land. It's over at your local drugstore in the men's hair care product aisle. Just for men, boys. Go get it on. And then go get it on. Hello! God. 
Oh, my God. Yeah. Why would I admit that to you folks? Well, you know what? Who cares? I'm just human. I'm one of these guys. You know, I went into uh, I went in uh, to the doctor like about a month ago. Right. And, uh, you know, I go in once a year and I kind of get my skin examined. I, I get this doctor who looks at my skin to make sure there's no like moles or growths or skin cancer or melanoma or botulism or whatever. Right. And um, and so I'm sitting there and I've always had on the back of my head right in the center of my head. I don't have a bald patch, but I've always had like my hair is a little thinner there. Right. But I, I actually have quite a thick crop of hair on my head. For a guy at my age, I have no signs of balding or anything like that. But I have this little patch that's always been thin since even when I was a teenager. And and the lady checking my skin, I'm sitting on her on the chair, and she's standing up, uh, you know, looking down at my shoulders. I have my shirt off. Hello. And um, And all of a sudden she goes, Oh, you know, we can get you some Propecia. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Do I have a, a melanoma? Is there a, what, what the hell is Propecia? Yeah, we can, we can take care of that. And I'm like, what? Take care of what? What have I? Am I dying? That little bald area on the top of your head. I'm like, what bald area? She goes, well, it's not bald, but it's thinning out. And I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're here to look at my skin. Tell me if I've got like ringworm or something. What are you going into my hair and my scalp for? She goes, well, we, I have another doctor that I work with, and we can get you a prescription for Propecia, or whatever the hell it's called. Sounds like a, like a distant island in the Philippines. Come to Propecia. Enjoy a pina colada on Propecia. Um, and I said to her straight up, I said, you know what? No, no, I don't want that. I said, I don't care. I said, I'm getting old. Everyone gets old. I I don't have the desire to cover up and hide my oldness. If I'm going bald, I'm going to go bald. I don't care. I'm still me. You know, because I lose some hair doesn't mean I lose my personality. It doesn't mean I lose my essence or my soul. Well, that being said, I can get it out. Some guys get insecure, and it's just about the physical stuff. And you're probably saying... Well, then why don't you just let your hair go gray? Why do you got to use just for men if you're not worried about that stuff? Well, here's the answer. Just for men, if I go a little gray, I can alter it, right? And it's not a big deal, and it's not a thing, and I'm not trying to, like, keep a flabby piece of my body together that, that age is taking away from me. But going bald, it just seems like going bald is a tough fight. You know, none of this this uh, growing back the hair stuff, as far as I'm concerned, is real. I don't think Propecia or any of these other commercials are real, that you can just miraculously grow hair. Are you kidding me? Have you ever seen those commercials, right? They show the before and after picture. Next time you you see one of those commercials, freeze it. Pause your your, your digital TV. And take a look at the before and after picture. You'll notice that the before picture doesn't really look like a guy who's naturally going bald. It looks like a guy who someone did a hack job on his head. It looks like they purposefully buzzed him down and gave him this like weird, bizarre, and I hate to use the word, but like a leukemia cut, okay? And I'm not trying to be funny. It looks like 
someone who's just come out of treatment. And they purposely went bad on this guy's head. And then they show the after picture where this guy's hair looks perfect, like he's never had a problem, like he's never been bald. I'm not buying it. Okay? You you give me a real, actual bald guy that doesn't look like he's had his head tampered with. A real old bald guy from a senior citizen home or a guy where you can watch through the succession of his life. Give me those pictures, you know, after high school, at his first job, on the fishing trip, at his wedding, at his, you know, g- give me a, a span of like 10, 12 years where you can prove to me he was really bald and then show me the after picture. Don't show me a picture of a guy where it looks like the before and after pictures are like, you know, three days apart. And it really looks like the guy pretty much cut his real good hair off and made himself look like he's balding. But anyways, I'm getting away from that. But what I said to the girl, I said, look, I don't care. If I go bald, I go bald. I'm not one of these guys that needs to fight time. You know, I'm not going to get collagen. I'm not going to get liposuction. I'm not going to get Botox. I'm not going to get hair plugs. You know, if I can take five minutes and put a little splash, a little color on my temples to get rid of gray hair, whoopee-doo. That's not a surgical procedure. That doesn't involve hundreds of thousands of dollars. That doesn't involve me trying to pull a Burt Reynolds. Remember Burt Reynolds? The guy was like the stud of like the 70s and 80s. And then, you know, in his later years, he he just looks like he looks like a Hollywood housewife who's been spending, you know, years at the uh, plastic surgery clinic. He was married to Lonnie Anderson once. I mean, Burt Reynolds should have old, aged gracefully and just turned into an old man. And instead, you know, at age 80, he looks prettier than Lonnie Anderson when she was 30. What's wrong with that picture, Reynolds? So I'm never going to be one of those guys. It's like, cool, I'm going bald. Let's let's do the Bruce Willis. How how can I become stylish and bald? I'm not going to get the hair plugs. I'm not going to fight nature. If I'm going bald, I'm going to go bald and I'll let, how can I make bald cool? So there you go. That was what I said. That's where I stand. Okay? So if you ever see me bald, you know that I'm comfortable with it. And you know what? Maybe what I'll do is when I go bald and I have no hair, I'll just put the Just for Men dye on my head. And it will, like, dye my skin. And it will look like I have a really thin layer of flat hair. There you go. See? Oh, I'm an idiot. Um, Okay. Well, speaking of idiots... Oh, it's Friday, and you know what that means. I got to do my on-air therapy session with Dr. Ascot. Ugh, so here we go. Arland, oh, I have to cancel today's session. What do you mean you have to cancel today's session? Good news, by the way. Arland. Well, what do you mean you're canceling? I have to go for a colonoscopy, Arland. A colonoscopy? Yes, Holland, would you like to join me? No, I don't want to join you. What the the hell's going on? My doctor says I have a polyp and a cyst. A polyp and a cyst. Sounds like a new sitcom on NBC, doesn't it, Holland? 
be talking about the polyp and the cyst this season on NBC. Stop it, Alan. Just, well, good. This is good news. I don't have to do a session. You're going to get your butt looked at, Alan. Well, you better get going. Alan, maybe I'll cancel. No. Go and do it. Thank the Lord for your bumpy ass, Alan. Go. I've got stuff to do. Alan, we will do it next week. Mark my words. Why don't I mark your bumpy ass, Alan? Okay, good luck and goodbye. I'll see you next week, Alan. Okay. Don't slam the door on your ass on the way out, Alan. Goodbye. Well, there you go. It looks like I caught a break for once. Ascot's going to get a colonoscopy. Um, so I don't have to do my therapy this Friday. And uh, what a relief. So maybe next week uh, he'll be back. I just hope he doesn't bring me pictures. Uh, that's it. We are out of time for today. I hope you had a good time here on the Harlan Highway. Don't forget our brand new hotline uh, number. If you want to leave a message for the Harlan Highway, it's one 888-500-2090. We look forward to hearing from you. And uh, until next time, everybody, chicken chow main, baby. Yeah.